Hey everybody, welcome back to Travel with Bez. My name is Bez and this week I'm super excited to talk about what you should save on when visiting London and what you should splurge on. This is a question I'm asked a lot by friends or people on Instagram in my Flit group. I'm often asked, you know, where should I spend my money? Should I splurge on going to the top of the London Eye or should I save money and go somewhere else? So this episode goes into all of my favorite, you know, money hacks when it comes to visiting one of the most expensive cities in the world. And I'm going to let you know what I think is worth it after having lived here for almost a year now and been traveling back and forth here for the last four years. Um, If you have not followed me on Instagram yet and you're just finding out about me, my Instagram is travelwithbez, that's B-E-Z. And if you didn't know, I have an awesome group of other travel-obsessed people called Travel Friends, and it's on an app called Flick. You can find it in my show notes, the link to it, or in my Instagram bio, and I'd love you to join. We have almost 100 people in it. We're just a couple people away from 100 people, so I'm really excited to reach that milestone and continue growing the group till I have people from all over the world in it. It's great to throw out a question, say, hey, I'm going here, I need some tips, Um, you know, share your best travel tips, and just plan a vacation much easier. Um, It's such a great resource and it's such a fun group. So follow me on Instagram, join my Flick group and stay tuned for London. Save or splurge. All right, let's dive right into London saver splurge. I'm going to start with things that I think that you should save money on um, and kind of offer some alternatives. And then at the end, I'm going to let you know what I think you should splurge a little bit on, what I think is worth it. Um, All right, so the first thing I want to say is views of London. Um, a lot of people say, go to the Shard, go to the top of the Shard. Well, what they don't tell you is the top of the Shard, not only do you have to pay to get up there, but I'm pretty sure you have to spend at least 40 pounds to even stay in that bar area. So it is not worth it. Do not go to the top of the Shard. Take a look at it. It's a pretty building, but don't go in it. Instead, go to the top of what Londoners call the walkie-talkie building, I think this building looks like something out of Rocco's Modern Life. Maybe that's just me. But the walkie-talkie is another modern skyscraper on the north bank of the Thames. And it is at 20 Fenchurch Street. Go to their Sky Garden. That's what's really popular. You may have heard about it because a lot of people are talking about it. But the Sky Garden is gorgeous. Just what you think. It's on the rooftop amazing views of London, and there's tons of plants because it's a garden. Um, They have a bar that is surprisingly affordable. You can get a pint for five pounds, which I thought they would be like 10 pounds, Um, but it's a really affordable bar, 
And you can make reservations. A lot of people say do make reservations, but I have been there three or four times and I've never made a reservation. I just get there around five or six o'clock and it's totally fine. I just, sometimes there's a small little line, but I just go in. You have to go through security, um, like kind of like a mini security thing. Um, But then you just go to the elevator and then you're right there. Um, You get stunning views you can walk it's the whole floor of the top of the building so you can see the tower of london in the distance you can go to the the other side and and see south london and go to the other side see north london and the tower bridge and you just get amazing 360 views and you walk around this whole it's a giant space just surrounded by glass and it literally feels like you're in the sky um if you want to have dinner there there is a dinner area but you do have to make reservations for that. Um, I'm just talking strictly about getting a drink, walking around, having a seat. There's a lot of places to sit. So, Sky Garden. (coughs) Excuse me. Excuse me, guys. Um, All right. Next thing. Do not pay a lot of money for West End tickets. Unless you've come to London specifically to see Harry Potter or The Lion King or Mamma Mia and you have an exact time you want to go, at dinner time, the dinner rush, um, you want to sit right in the front. Um, if that's if you're a huge theater buff, sure, spend the money on it. But what I recommend is be flexible and you have a couple of options to get cheaper tickets. Go get the app Today Ticks, today and then T-I-X, And it basically has like a, you know how the Google Flights has that calendar with the cheapest tickets? That's kind of what this is. Um, And you can buy a ticket that's usually 150 pounds, get it for maybe 30 pounds. These are off, um, not off season, off peak time tickets. So it'll be a matinee show on a Tuesday. Um, But you can get super cheap tickets that way. Um, Or you can do... What I like to do when I'm because I'm spontaneous, go down to the West End maybe in the afternoon before a matinee show or before an evening show and just go to the box office of a couple of the shows that you want to see and see what kind of tickets you can get. Sometimes you'll go and they're going to be really expensive still, but usually there's a couple of seats that they haven't sold and an hour before it, they're going to sell you a cheap ticket. Um, I have gotten, I did this in New York as well. I would just go down to Broadway, just go up to the box office and say, what do you got? And I got like these amazing balcony seats for $30. Um, and the same applies for West End. So you can get really good seats that way. Just be willing to be flexible with maybe what show you see, um, and the times. Next is, I've talked about Brick Lane and I think Brick Lane is really awesome for the street art, but it has gotten kind of expensive. A lot of people have found out about it. Um, so if you want to see really underground London, or the actual maybe street artists live, because they're definitely not living in Brick Lane, it's very expensive to live there, I would go to Hackney Wick. Hackney Wick is very industrial, literally big warehouse buildings and clubs. It's like something out of a movie. Whenever I go there, <clears throat> I think, wow, this is some place out of a movie where you would think some underground party is happening. Um, a lot of street art there as well, but it is 
fairly residential. <clears throat> it's not residential, but it, it's not going to have a ton of cafes and everything all around. But it does have a few cafes, a few restaurants, and it's just really cool to walk around. Um, they have uh, a club called Shapes there um, that has a giant piece by Thierry Noir on it. I, t- I think I talked about Thierry Noir in my street art episode, but he was the first person to paint on the Berlin Wall. So it's really cool to see a giant piece of his. It's literally the height of the building, which is like two or three stories. Um, Sorry I'm clearing my throat so much. It's gotten cloudy today. I'm sitting in my chair looking outside and it's the sky is gray and it's drizzling. It's a classic London day. Um, So sorry about that. Um, But back to Hackneywick, you can get there from the overground and I recommend spending an afternoon there getting a drink. They have a few bars and restaurants, um, but it does, it feels very warehousey. There's not going to be a ton of people walking the streets. Um, but it's, it's really cool. Um, and then you can go to Victoria Park after that. It's right there. The next is where to stay. I would, if you're listening to this, you're probably not the kind of person to get a hotel on the Strand. But I would say skip a fancy hotel. Skip a hotel in general. Um, get an Airbnb. Not in the center of town, but I always talk about this. But get an Airbnb in Stoke Newington or Hampstead Heath. Um, those are two more affordable neighborhoods to get Airbnbs in because not a lot of tourists get them there. And they're really well connected. Stoke Newington connects really well to East London and Hampstead Heath will be easier to get you into Central and West. Although you can get anywhere easily on London transport and buses. Um, I highly recommend it. Or stay at the Wombat Hostel. They have one, I believe it's in Central London or one in Brick Lane. Um, It's one of the best hostels in London. Wombat Hostel. They also have one in Berlin um, and Budapest. So check that out if you want to stay in a hostel. But definitely skip hotels. Next is something that is kind of expensive still, but it's a cheaper option. If you've heard of the restaurant Sketch, um, you probably have. It's very trendy. (laughs) It is in Fitzrovia, I believe. It's a two Michelin star restaurant, and it's known for its giant pink Woody, or not Woody, Wes Anderson-esque dining room it's this giant pink room it's like you've stepped into a pink bubble the seats are this pink velvet the walls are pink it has this grand bar it is so dreamy it's like being in a bubblegum room and it's 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 beautiful it truly is I have had the pleasure of going to dinner there but I did not pay for it um somebody else was paying for dinner and I think the bill for four of us was like 500 or 600 pounds. It's very, 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 very expensive, (laughs) especially you getting bottles of wine and, you know, splurging, getting everything on the menu. Very expensive. So if you want to go to Sketch, oh, also very famous for their pod-like bathrooms. There are these egg pods. Um, If you want to go to Sketch, go for their afternoon tea. The afternoon tea is in the pink room and it's 60 pounds, much cheaper than 200 pounds a person. Um, and their tea menu is beautiful. It's 
all of their dishes, their food, everything is so artfully done that it's just a fantastic experience. And I think very memorable. I mean, I would feel different if I would have spent the money at dinner, but I'm really glad I went for dinner there and got to experience that room. So I would definitely go back for tea just to experience that room again because it's just stunning. Um, But their afternoon tea is 60 pounds. I believe it's 75 if you want it included with some champagne. But it's a cheaper way to go to the very trendy sketch. It's an Instagram's dream. Everything is photographable. It's just beautiful. Um, So, yeah. Sketch it high tea. Next is... Maybe this is controversial, but I I would say skip Portobello Market. I know people love Portobello Market. Ugh, I'm not that into antiques, and I think it's kind of expensive. Um, Notting Hill area is really cute to walk around, but I just don't love the market. I think a cooler option is Broadway Market, which is in East London by London Fields. And on Saturdays, it's my favorite food market. Borough Market is great, but I don't know. The food at at Broadway Market is delicious. And you can get a drink and go sit in the park with your lunch. London Fields Park is right there. It's a fabulous Saturday. The energy is just great. They have a lot of boutiques selling really cute jewelry and trinkets and whatnot. So I would say go to Broadway Market. Um, It's also near the canal, so you can walk the whole length of the canal. I like to go down to Angel um, on the canals, which leads me to skip an expensive comedy show. I don't know how many people plan trips around seeing comedy shows, but I love stand-up comedy. So I like to go to them in cities that I'm traveling to. I always see what stand-up comic is in town. Um, But instead of going to an expensive show... I would say go to Angel Comedy. It's on every night and it's free. Make sure you get there about an hour and a half before the show. I think they start at eight. Um, Get there, get a drink at the bar, and there's going to be a guy handing out like pieces of paper or giving you a number because it's a limited amount of seats in the top room. So just get there early, get a number from him, go get a drink, and then when they start lining people up to go upstairs for the show, you'll have your number and they'll let you in. And it's pay what you want. So I give them five pounds at the end just because they're really good. And I think it's worth it. But if if you're really tight, you do not have to pay for it. And the comedy is really, really funny. It's kind of a tastemaker place. It's where comedians come try out their material, kind of like the comedy seller in New York. Um, although the comedy seller, you do have to pay for it. excuse me oh my god I just yawned on my own podcast is that so bad it's raining outside guys I can't help it um I feel so cozy right now in my little chair just looking outside it's raining doing my podcast love it all right a couple more (laughs) next I would say skip the London Eye and instead go to the top of the Tate Modern the Go see the Tate Modern, first of all. Go see the art there. Everyone from Andy Warhol to Salvador Dali, Monet, Mark Rothko, Matisse. I mean, it's amazing and it's a free museum. So go there. But then after you've checked out, 
the Tate. They recently expanded it and opened the Blotnivik building. And you can go to the very top of that and have amazing views of London. Seriously, it has a balcony outside that's 360. You can walk around it. And you can see all the way to Wembley Arena. Like, it's very tall. And it's free, and there's a bar up there, and you can have a drink and look at the view. It's fantastic. So I would say skip the London Eye. That's like 20 pounds, 26 pounds even. Um, I don't think it's worth it. After the Tate, you can walk across the Millennium Bridge, which is really famous for being, I think, destroyed by the Death Eaters. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, in the Harry Potter movie, The Half-Blood Prince. So the Millennium Bridge, if you're a Harry Potter fan, you definitely will recognize it. You can walk across it, and then you'll end up at St. Paul's Cathedral, which is another thing I would say, don't pay for St. Paul's Cathedral's tour. I think it's like 18 pounds, and I don't think it's worth it. Instead, even if you're not religious, go to one of their mass or church ceremonies, and you can see it for free then. And I don't know. <laughs> you can leave mass early if you're not into religion. <laughs> but I think it's, is that so blasphemous? I don't know. Go to the mass so you can see the church, but leave the service early if, you know, you're not religious or not of that religion. But <clears throat> it's a beautiful building from the outside. So even if you don't go to a mass, walk across the Millennium Bridge, see the St. Paul's Cathedral. Next, this is one of my favorite hacks. <clears throat> Do not go for one of those dinner cruises down the Thames. Everyone wants to go on the Thames. They want to see they want to see London from the river. Skip this dinner cruise. They're so expensive. They're stupid. Instead, go on the London River bus, just like there's the tube, the overground buses. They have a river bus. Catch it from you just have your Oyster Hard card or your contactless card. Catch it from Westminster. And then ride it all the way down to Greenwich, Greenwich Park. And this is going to cost, it's about an hour ride. It's going to cost you, I think it was eight pounds, maybe six pounds. And you get a whole river view. You get to see all of London. And, you know, it's not a fancy boat. It's like a bus in the water. It's a river bus. But, you know, the river dinner cruises aren't that amazing either. And are you really going for the ambiance of dinner? Or are you going to, you know, see London from the Thames? Take the river bus. It's cheap. It's a great way to see the city from the river. Um, you can get off at stops earlier than that. It stops along the way. Stops at the Tate. Stops along the way. But I like to get off at Greenwich because that needs leads me into my next thing. Are you guys appreciating how I'm tying all this together? I hope you are. <laughs> um, skip Hyde Park and go to Greenwich Park. I do not like Hyde Park. I talked about it in my parks episode i think it's overrated i just do not like it um yeah skip it and instead go to greenwich park you're gonna see amazing views of london because it's up on the hill you get to see the meridian timeline or timeline <laughs> the meridian timeline maybe that's what it's called yeah it's where time begins essentially greenwich meantime go there have a picnic have a drink walk around the ground there are hundreds and hundreds of year old trees there so i think greenwich park that's the one. Oh my gosh excuse me <laughs> that's the one to go to um you guys are getting a real insight into my tuesday afternoons here <laughs> sitting in my chair 
kicking back and it's raining um all right that's those are those are pretty much all of my things i would say to save on um another just little pro tip i wanted to note is when you're getting food get it takeaway if you're going to a pret or a starbucks do it takeaway because you're going to save 10 to 20 percent each time london does this weird thing where they charge you more if you eat in i don't know why but it's ridiculous to me and they definitely don't do that in america so get it for takeaway and go sit in a park get a a g&t tin can and drink your g&t in the park and save money um now the couple things i would say to splurge on are you're going to be going to a lot of pubs pubs aren't that expensive you can get a, a half pint or a cocktail there it's not that expensive where i would say to spend money are these bars called mr fogg's bars they have them they're all around central and and west london and they are so cool the drinks are absolutely delicious they're expensive drinks i'm not gonna lie they're 15 to 20 pounds for a cocktail it's a lot but i had the best g&t of my life there i didn't even know you could make such an amazing g&t till i went there i said wow you just leveled up what i thought i had you know reached the pinnacle of it's amazing he has a few of these bars. So there's Mr. Fogg's House of Botanicals in Fitzrovia. That place is adorable. Another Instagram dreams. Plants everywhere. Hashtag plant life. Hashtag plant mom. Hashtag plants of Instagram. It's amazing. Um, and all the drinks are just gorgeous. And they have like roses in them. And they're just ridiculous. Again, expensive, but it's an experience. Um, so the House of Botanicals. There's Mr. Fogg's Gin Parlor in Covent Garden. Mr. Fogg's Residence in Mayfair. Mr. Fogg's Society of Exploration in Covent Garden. So if you're in Covent Garden, you can go to the gin parlor and the Society of Exploration, as well as Mr. Fogg's Tavern, which is really cool, decorated with all this like taxidermy and and British flag bunting. Very bric-a-brac. It's really cool. Um, Mr. Fogg's Maritime Club and Distillery. It's on Liverpool Street. So those are all of his bars, and if you go to just Mr. Fogg's bars, go to their website, you'll find all those that I just said listed on their website, as well as menus and whatnot. But I'd say any of the Mr. Fogg's bars are a win. So since there's a lot of locations, you can just pick whichever one is closest to you, and trust me, it will be amazing. I don't like any of them more than the other. They're all great. Next is, I know I said skip St. Paul's Cathedral, but I would say splurge on Westminster Abbey. This Gothic cathedral is, it's outstanding. The architecture, it's worth going inside and seeing it. As well as, it it has a thousand years of history in it. It has been the church, or the abbey, that has, every coronation has been there since the year 1066. Um, it's, it's, It's just so full of history. I just think, wow. This is where Queen Elizabeth II literally got coronated, and her dad, and the one before that, and everyone. So full of history, as well as over 3,000 significant people are buried there, including Henry V, Shakespeare. Shakespeare is buried there. Shakespeare. Yeah, he's not just a thing of legends. He's buried there. He's there. I think it's so cool visiting these tombs, because you're like, wow, this is like... Like, you can't even grasp the physicality of these, like, legends of culture. And then you're just there, and you're like, wow, that person is buried there. 
I think it's really cool. Um, Charles Dickens is buried there. Um, recently, um, oh, Isaac Newton, I found out he's buried there. Stephen Hawking was recently buried there. His funeral was there. So, extremely famous place. Um, go check it out. Um, ah, Kate Middleton and William's wedding was there. So, if you're into the royals, you know. Ticket prices start at £20, but it's worth it. And £20 is not a lot for that. I would probably pay £40 for it, honestly, and I'm cheap. So, go to Westminster Abbey. And lastly... <clears throat> One of the things you can save on, but I would say you can also splurge on, are London museums. The Tate, the Victorian Albert, the Natural History Museum, they're all free, which is amazing. But I would take the time to look at what special exhibitions, either Tate Britain, Tate Modern, Victorian Albert, also known as the V&A, um, the Natural History Museum, what exhibits they have going on. Um, oh, the British Museum. Because these are world, 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 world-class museums. So if you see that, say you love Van Gogh and there's a Van Gogh exhibit, you're going to see the most amazing Van Gogh exhibit there. It's, it's going to have the biggest hits of the, all the hits there. Um, I recently, well, I guess it was last year now, I went to see a Modigliani exhibit at the Tate Modern, and I tell everyone about this exhibit. Honestly, I have a fun little story about it. I had never really been a fan of Modigliani. He was a very famous, he was Italian, but he lived in Paris and was part of the whole Parisian 1920s crew with Picasso and, you know, all those cats. Um, but I was not a huge fan of him, but my friend said, you've got to see this Modigliani exhibit. So I said, okay, I go to the Tate, I think it's a Wednesday. I go to the regular exhibits, then I'm like, oh, let me go see this exhibit, the Modigliani one. And they say, you know what, it, 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 the museum's closing in an hour, I would recommend you come back the next day. I come back the next day, in the afternoon, I'm like, okay, it's all, it's closing in a few hours. I, I can see it. Yeah. They still said, we're sold out for today. Um, come back tomorrow. There's two days left of the exhibit. This is Thursday now. It's closing on Saturday, the exhibit. The third day in a row, <laughs> I go down to the Tate. I get there at 10 a.m. I rip myself out of bed at 9 a.m. Get there at 10. And I say, I want to go to this Modigliani exhibit. They say, oh, you're in luck. There's a ticket. So I get this ticket to it. I was there for six hours. Granted, some people may think this is extreme, but I was just shaken to my core. His paintings transformed me. They spoke to me. I know that sounds wishy-washy, whatever. Um, and I, I just learned so much about Modigliani that I had no idea about. And I've just become a huge fan of his. Um, and it was one of the most amazing museum experiences I have ever had. So if you see an exhibit of an artist you like at any of those museums, pay the money because it's it's going to be an awesome exhibit. Um, he's really famous for his nudes that he painted of women. And this was the first time that all of his nudes or the most of his nudes were all in one exhibit. I think there was 10 rooms or something. So 
it was really cool to see all of those. And recently, one of them that I got to see was sold for like $200 million or something. So that's cool. Um, yeah, go to, go to one of those exhibits. Ah, and if you are, sorry, I keep going on about this, but if you are a frequent Tate visitor, come to London a lot, I would get a membership because it's really worth the money, I think. Um, it gets you into all the Tates, Tate Liverpool, Tate Britain, Tate Modern, Tate St. Ives, you get to go to all of them. Um, so I think it's really worth the money especially if you go to a lot of exhibits. And yeah, that's that's what I got to say. If you guys have anything, I'm sure I've missed a few things, but if you have any other hacks or tips for me, please comment or share it in the Travel Friends group. And I hope that this has sparked some curiosity in you. If you live in London, I hope you... I've learned something that you didn't know was here. Until next week, I will talk to you then. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.